I'm not sure, but I think today we got two Florida men things. Oh, nice. Well, not really Florida man, but two Florida. Well, one's a Florida man. Anyway, that's all I had on This Is Really News. If you like concise, really cool headlines like that, like, subscribe, and follow This Is Really News. If you've already done that and go, why does he keep telling me to like, subscribe, and follow us? Because occasionally we have new people find us. And before before they get out, we want them to like, subscribe, and follow. See, that's why we keep them right afterwards. We're saying you can participate, right? And send us stories or stuff. TITR at netradio.network. And then the best part is you can comment, but only if you like, subscribe, and followed us. I don't think that's true, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> Lie to them all you want. You can comment to your little heart's desire wherever we is, are found. Is our found? Well, to be found. Yeah. Did. Ingus. Mm. This is true. Really news with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. From Quora questions. Somebody on know. Quora asked for funny police stories. Remember what I said about a stupid species? <laughs> well, um, I think they wrote them together in some places. This one is incredibly dark. It's also incredibly funny. So just brace yourself. From Coda Giannini, who researches historical cooking as a hobbyist. Funny in a very, very morbid way. One of my good friends is an officer in Central California and is pretty Mm -hmm. new there. He got his certification about two years ago. Two or three months ago, he calls me nearly panicking that he's going to get fired. He apparently had just gotten back from his first suicide call. Teenager had hung himself in his parents' garage. A mom discovered the body in the morning after a lot of consoling, and while the scene was being wrapped up, his supervisor told him he could leave to write his report. He wanted to say goodbye to the mother before he went and to offer some words of encouragement. So he walks up the yard where she's standing by the door, walks up to her, puts his hand on her shoulder, looks her right in the eyes and says, hang in there. Think just a little before you speak. But sometimes it's just those, you know, that weird, awful, god-awful commercial? Which one? When I trip, sir. Thank you. You too. Oh, yeah, that one. And everyone gets so upset about it. But the thing, that one's not funny. But half the time, we just blurt out what normally shows up in our head. Yep. And we're back to the stupid species. Here we is. Yeah. Mm. So, as long as we got stupid species going and grisly stories. Yeah. 32-year-old Omar Gutierrez is from Gainesville, Florida, which makes him a... Florida man! He donned a cat costume and plunged a knife into his roommate's neck in the latter stages of May of this year. Was it a Halloween prank? Nope. According to WCJ in May? Well, that would really when make it When do you celebrate unex- Halloween? It would make it unexpected. It would heck. do that, Yes. WCJB-TV reported that when the victim asked why he stabbed him, he said, quoting now, it was instinctual. Because he's a cat? I guess. I mean, cats are, you know, feed me and then leave me alone. Yeah, pretty much. Police reported that Gutierrez had, in fact, told the victim a week earlier that he was, quote, not above killing him. Gutierrez had claimed that the roommate, though he denied it, had hurt his cat. 
Guess what he was charged with? Yes, first-degree attempted murder. The good news is it's attempted murder. Good. I'm glad. And it's first degree because, well, I'm guessing the week before when you say I'm not above killing you, that would be part of it. Mm-hmm. And besides, he also had to plan out the costumes. Right. And that figured deeply in and, it. And suddenly now Catwoman seems much more dangerous in the Batman comics. <laughs> I have heard. Hang a- on. Oh, I'm, I'm going to stab you. I need my cat costume first. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I've got a- to the, the cat cave. The- M spandex. This booty doesn't seem to fit. I've seen any number of nightmares in hiring and firing. But this one is is pretty good. Manufacturing's a wild field to work in, and I'm beyond glad I made it out. When I was uh, working employee relations at a large manufacturing plant, I had to deal with everything from a cafeteria fight over a muffin to on-the-clock affairs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, we all I'm know just you're trying there. to just trying to picture this because the only time I worked, you know, manufacturing was I was on the floor at uh, oh, an ammunitions, an ammunitions company. Yeah, yeah. Not seeing it, but okay. Well, you know, there could have been some fireworks going on behind closed doors, <laughs> <laughs> and even death threats. More than once, we mm-hmm. had to. Yeah, occasionally there were death threats. More th- at federal, I'd take those more seriously. I would much more seriously, yes. <laughs> more than once, we had to discipline employees for repeatedly farting on their co-workers after being asked not to. And all we used to do was shoot rubber bands at each other until I shot, you know, what, was we, it the McDonald's guy? We were just not that. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> we were at the radio station, and, we were, and we'd sing while we did it. Dun, 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 dun. And then I came around a corner and I and shot a client. Him. Yeah. He lived. <laughs> it was oh, it was a small rubber band. If I had to have my, my magnum it, out. It was a rubber band, not the lethal <laughs> lead band. Uh, we also had a bear to manage to manage to get into the building multiple times. I would suggest, and this is just me, close the door. So often he had a better attendance than some of our actual employees. Hire the bear. Hire for attitude. Train for the job. Exactly. Again, I'm trying to picture that bear wandering through federal. Anyway, (laughs) we're back to Florida. Brevard County Public Schools met in May. The topic? Other dress code. Oh, I don't wear dresses. Now, you're in Brevard County, Florida, and... This little discussion went way beyond hoodies and beachwear, according to Click Orlando. The vice chair, Megan Wright, told board members that she has heard concerns about students dressing up as furries. Oh, this thing. It never goes away. Uh, If you don't know, furries are basically people who anthropomorphize animals. They wear animal costumes. And act like them, like the guy in the uh, in Japan that had that wonderful collie. the dog that collie yeah. costume, that was and amazing. it looked perfect. It was awesome, disturbing but perfect. Yeah, District Five Representative Katie Campbell weighed in, said, "I'm not a big fan of the furry movement, but because she's a politician, yeah, right. If ears means a headband with pointed ears on them, it's a hair accessory. Tails though are different. One would think." 
and students meowing and barking at other students, that would be different and way not cool. Is it is it too late to make some reference to can't make heads or tails of it? But hang on, oh, there's anywhere you can just toss that in wherever <laughs> okay. you like. Yeah. I'll just hold on to it for the best part. Of course, the meowing and barking are part of the dress code. So. <laughs> All right. The chairman of the Brevard Public School Board, Matt Susan, said his daughter is a bit tired of furries at school, and the subject comes up at least once a month at his dinner table. So leave it to District 3 Rep Jennifer Jenkins to cut through all the kitty litter. Thank you. Sure. This is not rocket science. If you don't want tails on kids, tell them you don't want tails on them. She said among middle school students, the new thing is barking and meowing at each other, which is unrelated to the furry costume, she said. And she also added, I know it's weird, but they're doing it. They're middle school students. Tell them no. Yeah, normal is pretty much out the window here. Yeah, as a parent, you quite often should say no to your child. And remember when you always got miffed because when you'd say, your parents would say they'd go, how come? Why? Because I said so. Yep. At that point, that should be enough. There, I would explain date, it if the boys asked, but I'd only explain it a couple of times, and then I'd go, all right. At a later date, about. I would explain it when they're probably a little yeah. older and less stupid. You know. Yeah, so I'd have to wait till they were 30. Or 40. 60, maybe. But no later than 75. I may not make it to it when they're 60, so I'm guessing Robin will have to handle that. So. <laughs> well, she'd be good at it. She's all right with that, yeah. Three police shorts. You ready? My grandpa was on the California Highway Patrol for 20 years. He always told the story of how he pulled over this guy for a busted taillight. Grandpa asks him for his license and registration. The guy says, how'd you catch me so fast? Grandpa said the hair on the back of his neck never again stood up half so fast. Turned out the guy had robbed a bank not five minutes before. That could have been a whole lot weirder and differenter. I was telling Ian about that story, and he goes, one crime at a time. Come on, this is the thing all organized crime knows. One crime at the t- at a time. But what have we learned? Criminals Most are criminals, stupid. Yeah. I mean, we're a stupid, stupid species, and criminals even pass the stupid species test. So two cops were rounding the corner of an intersection on opposite directions. They crash the Hawaii, into each other. Was a, Nope, the Hawaii Five-0 theme was not playing. They were going slowly enough that no one was hurt. They both got out of their cars laughing, pulling out their ticket pads and starting to write each other tickets. What I'm guessing is the on-call sergeant's going to be just excited as hell when he gets this one. I'm going to take you two nuts and kick you in the butt. My husband has been a police officer for over 20 years. One night he was patrolling the downtown area when he noticed a purse someone had left behind. He opened the bag to check for ID. No ID. That's what did he find? find? A turd. No shit. Are you kidding? <laughs> Some lady pooped in her handbag and left it behind. <laughs> that's, that's good targeting, ma'am. He'll talk about autopsies and burnt bodies, but that is one I'm story. guessing it wasn't a clutch. It was a real-life purse. <laughs> yeah, well, I, me too. I mean, well, it There's depends, I guess, on the size of the turd. <laughs> and the amount of alcohol ingested. Please, somebody flush the punch bowl. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.